0: This is Untapped Power, Insights and Wisdom for Collective Transformation in the Yoga Community. I am your host, Amanda Stroney, a registered yoga teacher and financial coach, working with you to redefine success and gain confidence in your business and in your life. This podcast serves as a sacred space with a new way forward to speak the truth about the yoga industry and to build a business and life that is defined on your terms. Join me for intentional conversations as we navigate the industry and explore the changing path ahead. We will dive into personal challenges, industry improvements, and financial stability, providing you with the tools to expand, grow, and create. I believe one of the greatest gifts we can give to the world is tapping into all of our personal power so we can collectively raise the vibration together. Are you ready to join the conversation? Now let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back. Happy Friday, happy start to a new month of February. And I'm excited to be back with you today and to share in today's episode as it's something that I think we can all relate to. So whether you're a yoga teacher not a yoga teacher, you're practicing or maybe you're taking a break, maybe you're just tuning into this episode um, to check out the podcast. Either way, I think you'll find some merit and find some value in it. And I hope you were able to explore last week's episode with Yogi Aaron because it got me thinking of different ways in which we can teach the practices, the physical asana of yoga. And my intention in bringing on guests is to engage in this honest and integral conversation that allows us to start to think outside the box and to, to question, to stay in the space of questions and to explore. So I hope it opened up your curiosity, maybe left you with a few questions. Maybe it confirms some things that you already know to be true for yourself. So either way, if you have not already, go back and check that episode out. I really love the conversation and Uh, Yogi Aaron, his enthusiasm and personality uh, makes it so much more interesting as well. So I hope you enjoy that. I have found the month of January, I can't believe it's even over um, because it always feels like such a long month. And now here we are at the end of it, beginning of of February, a new month. And it was this continuous ebb and flow, which most months are, to be honest, it's not um, ever really linear, even though I want it to be. But it's single moments I've felt tuned in, you know, and connected. And there's been so many moments, too, where I felt tired, confused, restless. And it's it's the reminder that these variety of moments exist. And that is why I try to implement a daily practice and to be in this observation because it's part of life. There isn't this continuous um, great feeling all the time. So it's really honoring these moments. And when I started to look at my routines and practices, I started to also explore some of the conversation around risk. And it's certainly a topic that I know comes up when I work with clients, um, when I talk with friends, when I talk with my partner, when I'm in community. It's this idea that am I too comfortable am I not moving myself forward? Am I too much in my routine? Or is it time to really take that risk and do something different? And so it always leaves me with this open-ended question, I think, when we approach risk of how do you find a relationship to risk that feels supportive? And then how do you know when you're operating from a place of fear versus a place of healthy curiosity? So on today's episode, I want to dive into that. I want to start to examine some daily practices that I've found to be helpful in discovering what your relationship to risk actually is and how to identify when you could be holding yourself back out of fear or uncomfortability, because this is a very thin line and only really you are faced with yourself to answer answer this question. And I think... It's something that we come against more often than we think. The only way I've ever been able to truly learn about risk is through my experiences, my own practices of taking risks, both big and small, I think equally as important. It doesn't mean a big risk is is ever better than a small one. I want to highlight that. And reading and acquiring knowledge about risk and the way in which others have taken risk or... It can be motivational and I do it. I've done it. I've read things about how this person, you know, ultimately all of a sudden was like, I need to quit my job. I need to leave. I'm not feeling supported. This is not my purpose and just up and left, right? It's so motivational. And yet we still require something within ourselves to do it. It may feel good. We may read about it. We may journal about it. We may talk about it, but the act of doing it is different because our knowledge can only take us so far. And one of the biggest myths I used to believe, and I just st- went went back into this before, was that taking a risk only mattered if it was big, if it was massive, if it was you know this huge impact. But what I've realized in my relationship to risk and taking risks is that the small risks matter just as much. So as much as I can crave these outward validation when I take risks in wanting others to accept it, wanting others to approve it, wanting to validate me, it is always that inward approval of my heart that really is the deciding factor in in a risk that I take. And a risk, honestly, if we break it down quite simply, it's a question between you and yourself. It's the urge within you to do something different and the desire to change and to take conscious action. So on a day-to-day basis, we are presented with this opportunity to continue with what we know, what is familiar, or to take a risk and do things differently. So neither is right or wrong, good or bad. Right? I'm not saying that if you are not taking any risks and you're moving in a routine that you are in a bad place because this could be where you need to be right now because our timing is always our own. So Taking risks when we don't feel safe within ourselves, when there's too much chaos, can only add to that. We have to be aware of that, our level of safety, and and when we feel the right timing is. And again, our timing is always our own. No one else can decide our timing for us. So the first step in finding our own relation to risk is to identify what exactly those patterns and routines are. What are the things we do on a day-to-day basis? And then starting to ask yourself, how do they serve? And do I want to continue? So it's a twofold process. Identify the patterns that, that you do and then asking that question, how do they serve? And do I want to continue? Because when we come to a place where we decide that we do not want to continue, that's the place where we're entering into this space of risk to explore a different option, and to start a new pattern, a new routine. So the question becomes, am I afraid of doing something differently because I might fail, not get it right, right, or not like it, or am I actually avoiding this healthy curiosity to the unknown? And this is a really important question, because the more we choose to engage with ourselves, the more awareness we gain and the more honest we're able to get in our own answers. One of the advantages I think of working through this practice on a daily ongoing basis is that it gives you the opportunity to continually stay in practice and to use the situations that arise on a day-to-day as smaller opportunities to work with yourself. When we start to take these small risks, it allows us to not be fully paralyzed by bigger risks. And I think of it, you know, like a muscle. The more we use it, the stronger it becomes. The more I take small risks, the more I feel comfortable taking these risks, exploring new things. And then I'm able to move myself into that place of bigger risks when the time arises. So I want to spend some time in this episode just walking you through two examples of how to practice this in your day-to-day life because it is sort of a hypothetical concept until you maybe you can see an example and then say, okay, I could do that for myself. I have a situation similar to that or that makes sense. So I'm going to start with the example that I came up with and this is something I'm working through myself of When I get up in the morning, I'm checking my phone immediately before doing any of my meditation or anything that really is intention-based. And so when I ask myself how this serves me, I, I know it doesn't serve me. That's a quick realization. It doesn't serve me. It actually distracts me. And so I decide that I don't want to continue it. But when I ask the question, am I afraid of doing it differently because I might fail or am I avoiding a healthy curiosity, I realize I'm afraid. I'm not afraid of necessarily failing. I'm afraid of missing something or needing to do something immediately. And ultimately that does lead down the path of failure, of not getting it right. So exploring a different way to engage in my morning routine is a small risk because it requires me to get uncomfortable, to possibly try it and not be able to do it, not be able to stay with it, and to actually maybe miss something that could be important. And so I can choose to practice this and engage with it on a daily basis with myself, finding my own way in and deciding how far I want to go. And this is how I start to discover for myself what a healthy risk looks like for me, what my process is. So that's one example to think about and to relate to possibly your own life. Maybe it's a similar situation or something else. I'm gonna take another example here. Say I always practice at the same yoga studio because it feels good. And when I ask myself how it serves me, I can honestly answer that I feel like it serves me well. But at the same time, maybe I have this curiosity to try something new. Maybe it's a different type of movement or exercise. And as I notice, I'm starting not to maybe be present in what I'm doing. And moving into this routine is more out of comfort. So I have to be with myself in the question of fear or healthy curiosity. And am I willing to take a risk to do something different to see what that experience feels like and to know whether it is fear or healthy curiosity? Am I open to trying something new that will require a shift in how I move through my day? So these are unknown factors. So I wanted to give you these two examples as a way of really inviting in your own relationship to risk because we all have daily habits and practices. And when we can start to examine them, we better understand our relationship to our own risk. So when I stay in this space of observation in my practices, I'm able to transfer this when I look to take bigger risks in my life, like moving to another location, changing jobs, starting a business. These are just a few examples. We all have big risk inside of us. It's within our hearts. It really is. It isn't within the mind. And so building your risk muscle is powerful. And we all have that ability to start small because your timeline is certainly your own. So I look forward to hearing how you learn and lean into these daily practices. And if you're able to create a healthy and curious relationship to risk, or maybe you're already there, what are you doing that's working for you? I hope you enjoyed this this episode and really inviting in just stepping into that uncomfortability, right? One small step at a time. I'll see you soon. Thank you for joining this week's episode of untapped power. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review. I would love to hear your insights and wisdom. If you are a yoga teacher interested in being a participant on the podcast, please reach out directly. I am always looking for new voices and perspectives as a financial coach. I work with clients individually who are in the yoga industry and are looking to gain clarity and awareness around your finances. If this is you, then reach out to schedule your free connection call. All information can be found at amandastroni.com. As always, continue to stand confidently in your power, use your voice, and allow your heart to be free. Until next time.